The wheel of fate is turning. Rebel, one, action! Wellies Nerdy News on East Leeds FM. You win perfect. <laughs> Good evening and welcome to Wellies Nerdy News for the month of July 2023. I almost thought it was June. I always get June and July mixed up. Um, this month is a little different. It's a solo show. Um, not done a solo show in a while. Unfortunately, Michael's calendar couldn't um, accommodate, which is totally fine. You know what I mean? Michael's a, a busy boy, and um, I'm sure he would have loved to have talked about his um, brand new um, um, racing setup he's just done. But I'm sure he'll talk about that in the next month's show. But yeah, it's just me for this show, so I'm sure no doubt um, we'll be talking a lot about RPGs and the sort of stuff I like. So for those who are a little bit more interested in the sort of stuff Michael likes, I do apologise, but yeah. I won't try to go on too much, and I'll try and give a bit more of a um, a stable opinion rather than a bit more of my unhinged of going, yeah, no, it's not RPGs, I don't care, and so on and so forth. Uh, for those who don't know, if this is the first time you're here into the show, welcome. Um, just a little bit of info about the show as well. As, um, so it's a, we do a monthly, well, as another news show is monthly, and we talk about upcoming games, um, the news, and then what we've been playing, um, usually in reverse order. So it's, um, it's what we've been playing, news, and then games. Um, but before that, we're going to have a little bit of music now um, to lead us into the start of the show. And this will be from one of the games I've been playing. So this is from Final Fantasy 16. So let's have a listen to this, and then we'll come back with um, what I've been playing. And we are back. Um, that was again. That was um, Find Flames from the Final Fantasy 16 soundtrack. Um, one of the games I've been playing as we move into our first section about games we've been playing. So I might start off with the top. Yeah, Final Fantasy 16. Um, brand brand new game came out um, last month. Um, it is obviously um, one of the core brand new Final Fantasy games. This is what the first new new numbered Final Fantasy we've got since what Final Fantasy 15 was 2016 or 2015 so four five six seven years it's not felt like seven years I know the um, Final Fantasy 15 did get a lot of support but yeah brand new final um, first person not first person single player um, Final Fantasy game um, this time rather than you know what I mean Final Fantasy games have sometimes gone a little bit more um, a little bit more sort of more modern in recent years or a bit more um, sort of steampunk or cyberpunk and stuff. This one goes back to the sort of the medieval fantasy of classic Final Fantasies and Final Fantasy Nine as such. Um, very influenced by the likes of Game of Thrones. I mean, very. This is, I think, the first M-rated or um, 18 plus rated um, Final Fantasy game because it is quite gory and lots, lots of swearing actually in the game as well. Um, yeah, this is um, the first time they've ever done this. I think it's to, they're trying to reach a sort of broader and a more mature audience by making an action game. Um, so, yeah, I think that's kind of what they were going for um, with this game. And um, it's it's interesting because it's, you know, I mean, it's novel. If they were to do this for the next five, six uh, Final Fantasy games, it'd be terrible. You know what I mean? and, and that's what I guess, you know what I mean, it'd be an, an, sort of the, not an anthology, what you call it. Um, where each game is different, I mean, they don't interconnect, Final Fantasy XV doesn't connect to sixteen and so on and so forth, um, much like the True Detective. Um, and so, yeah, they can go in different directions with it, which is great. Um, 
combat is um, more action orientated compared to prior Final Fantasies. So this one is very much a hack and slash. Um, it's got the director of Devil Cry on it. So he goes for way more action. But there's still lots of numbers and RPG elements and stuff of upgrading your character. Not as much. You know, you can uh, you can upgrade basically two pieces of equipment or um, basically two pieces of equipment and a, a sword and that's all you can upgrade in terms of numbers and then three pieces of jewellery and stuff so not tons of numbers going on there and you only have one character you can really control you do have other characters that come join you in the party and they'll assist and you have your dog called Toggle who will going do he has a you have a little bit of control over him with some directional options on your d-pad um but not too much which is i know for some people it's been a little disappointing i'm not disappointed at all in this game i'm really 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 loving it at least where it is right now it is um outstanding um it's easiest way to say it you know it's, it's pretty darn good um it's it's a game that you can take a very look once look at the screenshot of it and you can see it cost a lot of money to make um, so it is very, it is very much a big budget game. Um, whether that's good or bad depends on obviously how well it sells. And I think it's selling okay right now. I'm sure it could do a little bit of boost. Um, for people who are on the edge, of, on the sort of the um, fence about it, I do recommend it. I surely do. Even being a big Final Fantasy market, I still recommend it regardless. So um, do check it out if you are interested. Other games I've been playing, um, not too much. One other big game I've been playing is Diablo 2. Not Diablo 2, I put Diablo 2 on my list, but it's Diablo 4. <laughs> it's because Diablo 2, 3 and 4 are all the same. No, and they're not all the same. Um, yeah, Diablo 4, I've been playing quite a bit of that. Unintentionally, really. It's just It was a game I could easily put on in the background for a few hours while I listen to a podcast or do something else. It's quite, I won't say a relaxing game, but it's quite a subdued game, at least the sort of level I'm playing. You know what I mean? The sort of, I'm playing it on the medium slash hard difficulty and moved it onto hard. And it's very much just like run around, get some loot, go and do some dungeons. I'm really not too much following the story because it's not that interesting. It goes, hey, here's a big flashy cutscene. Well, not even a big flashy cutscene. Here's a cutscene that looks nothing like the game. Uh, real nice CG. Um, yeah, you're following Lilith. That's it. Keep going. Keep following. Oh, she's gone this way. Follow the tracks this way. Uh, nothing too much to it. Um... But I know some people do like Diablo Star. I don't think it is that impressive. It's especially, let's say, in comparison to Final Fantasy XVI Star, which is um, pretty pretty outstanding, at least to where it is right now. I'm interested to see where it goes in the end. Um, love to do a spoiler cast with someone if someone's interested to talk about the full game and where it goes and what sort of happens with it. Because I'm at a point now where certain mysteries are starting to un unravel and being, re and being revealed. I'm waiting for some bigger mysteries, which I, I imagine they're going to talk about because it seems, in that world, they seem like the important mysteries happening. So yeah, that's um, Final Fantasy sixteen. Um, they're the two big main, uh, Final Fantasy sixteen and Diablo four. They're the two big main games I've been playing. Um, they've been taking a lot of my time. I've put like thirty hours into Final Fantasy, and about forty into Diablo. Forty and intentionally into Diablo as well. Thirty definitely feels like thirty hours in Final Fantasy sixteen, but the forty in Diablo not so much. Um, played a little bit of Jurassic Park Evolution two, and that was last year's last month's PS Plus games. That was fine. You know what I mean? It's it's a sort of you build a dinosaur part game. I also got the Sonic Origin collection. Um, I didn't really play that much. I booted up Sonic Two and went, "This feels like Sonic Two. I'm done with that." <laughs> so yeah, that's that's all the games I've been playing. Not too much. I'm sure if we had Michael here, he could talk about all his racing setup, which I'm sure he will do next month. So a little teaser for that. So if anyone wants to ask him off in the comments, going, "What's this about your racing setup?" So Michael, I'm sure he'll reply. But yeah, that's it for this uh, month. Um, games I've been playing this month. 
not the entire show, God, <laughs> it'll be a very quick show, games I've been playing this month. Um, let's have a little bit more music now, and then we'll get up to what's coming out, uh, what the news that happened over the past month. So, lots of um, big, um, not even, don't call them press conferences anymore, they call them showcases now. A lot of different showcases from like from Nintendo, Capcom, uh, Xbox had one, and they had the Summer Games Showcase as well. So let's have a little bit of music. Oh, what what should we have? Ah, right. One of the showcases showed off a game I'm really interested in. Um, I said I won't be to um, talk too much about RPG and stuff and so on, but we have a bit of music from Final Fantasy VII Remake, um, which obviously will make a lot more sense when we get into the new section. Um, so have a listen to this, and we'll be back shortly. And welcome back. I forgot how long that track was. <laughs> Give me a nice sample break to look, check through my notes at least. Um, obviously, for those listening on the radio show version, on the podcast version, obviously you'll just have like a skip because unfortunately we can't license uh, music for the podcast, but we can for the radio show version. So check out each version when you're able to. Uh, I do recommend the podcast versions because they're available on all good podcasting platforms such as um, Spotify and what are the other one? whatever the other ones are. I'm sure the Apple iTunes and all that rubbish. Um, moving right, let's move on to the new section. As we usually kick off, we usually kick off with um, our PS Plus games um, and Xbox games with gold um, for um, the month of um, July. Usually, Michael does this, so I'm going to do this section, and I usually riff off him. So, excuse me if it's not as good as Michael's. He does a really good job of this section. So, first off, we have on the Xbox games with gold. We have for the Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, and from July 1st to 31st, you'll be able to claim Darkwood. Um, Darkwood is built as a challenging survival horror that does not rely upon jump scares. Um, I've never heard of it before, unfortunately, but I do like a little bit of survival horror, especially as we hit into the autumn time. And then from the July the 16th to August the 15th, you can get When the Past is Around, um, which is, um, let's see what it says here, is an adventure point-and-click puzzle game about love moving on and letting go and the joys and pain of everything in between. Uh, <laughs> I think I'll pick Survival Horror out of them too, if I was going to be perfectly honest. Um, yeah, maybe not my, not, my, not my sort of game. Uh, looking at the art style here as well, it's not really what I'd be in to, so, to say myself. Do check it out if you're enjoying. And again, th them games are only priced for about £13 and £7, so £20 worth of games with your um, games with gold. Moving on to the PlayStation Plus, which is um, a little bit more fruitful, to say the least, um, will include, um, for the month of um, July, is Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War for the PS4 and PS5. Alan Wake Remastered for the PS4, PS5, and Ending Extinction is Forever for the PS4 and PS5. So they're all three of them games are for PS4 and PS5 on the PS Plus, and they'll be available from the 4th of July, which has already happened, so you'll be like, hey, go pick them up now. Yeah, um, I never played Call of Duty Black, um, Black Ops Cold War when it came out. I would like to play the campaign on that. Um, I do like Cold War era fiction, um, so I'd like to see what that's all about. Um, I saw those like JFK in there and stuff, and there's some um, real life um, people who um, famous for around the Cold War era. Um, Alan Wake Remastered, I can highly recommend, um, especially as we're heading to Alan Wake 2, I'm sure it's a little bit of a marketing strategy to get more people. And then Ending Extinction is Forever, I think is a bit more of an indie game. I um, don't know if I can necessarily recommend that one, but I'll give that one a try, and I'll feed back to you all, I'm sure. But yeah, there's your PS Plus um, Essentials and Xbox Games with Gold selection. Obviously, they have more premium tiers now, so check them out. They are always changing and stuff's getting removed, getting added, because I know GTA 6 just got bad, added, added back to Game Pass um, after being removed for a while 
But yeah, that's your PS Plus and Games with Gold. Let's move on to the proper news now. So the big proper news, let's get into a little bit of smaller news. Then we'll go into the showcases that happened over the last month. Um, so yeah, I'm looking through here. Yeah, Baldur's Gate 3, um, the PC released it, got brought forward to August. And the PS5 version got um, delayed just slightly to um, the start of September. So slight bits of delays in there. So August 3rd for the PC version and September the 6th for the PS5 version. Um, apparently the game has over 170 hours of cutscenes, 174 hours of cinematics, which is absolutely nuts. Uh, meaning game's probably going to be close to 300 hour game plus at least. Because you do a lot more gameplay in that than cinematics. So maybe like 500 game. That's absolutely nuts. The game looks um, really good. And if you're into Baldur's Gate and you're sort of um, computer RPGs, want to keep an eye on, I'm sure. And I'm sure we'll cover it one way or another. The uh, reason the PlayStation 5 version is delayed because they want to implement a 60 frames per second mode. And they're struggling with that at the moment. It's good that they're being honest. And I mean, it didn't affect the PC release as well. They even moved it forward a little bit. So that's good. Um, speaking of honesty, um, Yuji Naka has not been quite honest. Um, he Obviously, we talked about it over the last few months. He's um, He was in trouble because of um, insider trading. And he's, he's finally been fined $1.2 million. And has has suspended prison sentence for insider trading. <laughs> the obviously the um, godfather or grandfather you'd call it god godfather I guess you'd call it of Sonic um, and pe every time I see a new story about this all, people always post him in the Balan Wonder Wonderworld hat so that's uh, <laughs> quite interesting to see so yeah he's um, not not in great shape and he probably I don't imagine he'll be um, doing much more stuff in the games industry anytime soon he might get out of prison after he suspended sentence and um, try and maybe do a Kickstarter or something but I don't think people trust him with their money anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, um, so that's not good. But uh, speaking of Yujinaka, Sega, um, Sega, um, Sega executives have called play to earn block chain games boring, which I couldn't agree more. Um, it's glad to see that other companies are going, yeah, these are, you know, other than being quick cash grabs, they're not really worth your time. And the average gamer doesn't want to be involved in a quick cash, cash grab. They want to be involved in some sort of interesting game. So yeah, um, good to hear that, I guess, in a way. Um, let's see what else is on my list here. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, yep. Yeah. Okay, this is quite an interesting thing. Um, so, CD Projekt Red, as everybody knows, um, famous for making The Witcher games, absolutely amazing, and um, and Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. They've got a new expansion coming out um, um, in a few months' time, which is cool. But um, they did a little interview, and they were saying how it was cool to be disliked for. Um, how it's cool to dislike the game for all its bugs and stuff, and it wasn't even that bad. Yeah, no, the game was an absolute mess. Um, maybe on PC, PC it was a little bit better, but let's be real, it was an unoptimized mess even on PC, and let alone the console versions, which straight up just didn't run. You know, when I, I got the game, the first thing I did was like, you know, I was like, oh, this is running like 25, 30 frames a second on the PS4 Pro, it was at the time, and like, uh, I, like the first like shootout scene, I had a bug straight away where my shotgun laid on top of my my hand laid on top of my shotgun, and it's just like yeah no that's not that's not how a game should be and let alone you know, and I stopped playing it from there because I heard everything after that, it even got removed from the PlayStation Store. You know, I mean your game doesn't get removed if it's that bad. You know what I mean? Um, so it was an absolute mess. I think they're you know I mean, they're trying to change history a bit, rewrite history a little bit there because um, no the game was an absolute mess. Um, just admit it, you got past it and you made the game better and the game's really good now. It's in a really good spot. I'm sure I could do a few tweaks in here and there, but it's in a really good spot, so don't, don't try and um, twist stuff there. Um, trying to twist something. Um, I'm trying to do my links here. Um, trying to 
something being twisted, I guess, in a way, is the idea that we'll see a perfect dark game anytime soon. Um, reportedly, the next perfect dark game is at least two to three years away. I think it's going to be longer than two to three years. The game not got announced, what, two to three years ago? Um, yeah, it's, it's miles away. And the game could release episodically. These are all not good signs that this game is in a good place right now. This is the so-called uh, quadruple A game. I don't know how you release a Xbox's quadruple A game. I don't know how you release a quadruple A game, but then it's also episodic. Uh, I don't think that makes too much sense in my eyes. Uh, that's this. I mean, talking out both sides of your mouth, if you've asked me uh, for that one for sure. Um, but speaking of, um, I would say talking out both sides of my mouth, but speaking of like doing sort of small episodic games, Xbox did announce that I've got an indie showcase happening in July at least. So if you're interested in your smaller indie games, so on July the 11th, 6 pm BST, British Standard Time, um, the Xbox will have an indie showcase and there'll be th- over 30 demos you can play of these games as well. So that's really cool, giving the indies some love. You, know, you might be wanting to try to build these quadruple A games that don't really exist. Um, but giving some indies and love in the meantime is also really good. No doubt a bunch of them will come to Game Pass. Um, what um, Xbox also love, love giving a bit of love to is um, the new Barbie movie coming out because Forza Horizon 5, this is probably this would have been better for Michael because he's obviously the Forza guy, is getting two, um, two Barbie cars in the film. So you can play in the bright, sort of like bright pink Barbie cars, as you can imagine. Um, and it looks like they're really small cars as well, so like they're like these sort of model size cars and stuff. So that's very interesting. Uh, again, this would have been better if Michael was here. He could talk about that and how excited he would be definitely for that, I'm sure, as a fan of Forza. <laughs> and I'm sure he's a fan of Barbie. Maybe, I don't know. I'm sure he's looking forward to that new movie like everyone else. Um, so yeah, that was um, that's a bit of news from the Xbox side of stuff. Um, yeah, let's move on to showcases so we can talk a little bit more about Xbox. So... Xbox do have a, um, they did have an Xbox game showcase and a Starfield Direct, they called it as well. Talking about a few different things. Um, Xbox showcase, they had, um, it was interesting because a lot of stuff we already knew about and then the stuff they showed wasn't really any gameplay. It was little bits in here and there, but let's go over some stuff as well. So, uh, so the bigger announcements, so Forza Motorsport, so the brand new Forza game is coming out. That's got announced for October and you can get early access for five days. You get the premium version and so on and so forth, which is like 90 quid for the premium version. Wow. Wow. That's, that's absolutely insane. I know you need to buy the hundred quid version to get five days early access, but that's nuts. And that'll be coming out October 10th. So you can get it for October 5th. That's nuts. Why are we paying an extra tenner for five days? Well, not even an extra tenner because you'll get the 70 quid version, 78, 30 quid for five extra days. What what an absolute crazy idea. But yeah, the game itself does actually look good. Like It looks like a premium racing game. Whether it can compete to Gran Turismo, we'll have to see. I've I've always been in the, under the opinion that I think um, Gran Turismo is way better than Forza. I'm sure if Michael was here now, he could also argue about that with me. <laughs> um um, yeah, this, this would be a good month for Michael, but again, he's a very busy boy and I don't blame him. Right, let's go back to the, the, the Xbox game showcase. So we've got saw a lot of other stuff. So we got to see... Oh, yeah, the other big piece of news was um, we got to see a little bit of Fable, a Fable trailer. Apparently there was some gameplay in there, maybe like two seconds. Um, I don't think that was gameplay. I think that was pre-visual stuff. Um, and But the big news is obviously... Uh, Fable's famous for its British humour, and they've got quite a big British star starring in the game as a giant, so that's Richard Adowale, as you're famously known from the IT crowd. Um, very, I mean, very funny British guy, so if you're looking for the sort of British humour, it'll probably have it in that game. Whether the game is out anytime soon and is any good, 
who knows? Because I mean, they didn't even attach a release date or a release window to it, so it's probably quite far out. And uh, we got to see a bit of the Star Wars Outlaws game that's coming out in 2024. So this is the uh, this sort of trailer. We also got to see it at the Ubisoft thing event as well. Uh, so I might sort of bleed them two into one. Looks really cool. So you play as an out an outlaw character, and she's got a little pet character that comes with her and a sister. Um, looks visually really impressive, of course. Um, I mean, these big, massive Star Wars games usually do. There's a lot of money attached to them. Um, does look a little bit Ubisofty, unfortunately. So it looks like you know you can tag enemies and you can do the sort of like auto tag and shoot thing that's in Splinter Cell and and then Assassin's Creed as well. Um, so. I don't have much faith it's going to be quite unique necessarily, but will it be big and attract a lot of people into play the game? Probably that's for sure. Um, however, it offers a little bit of uniqueness. Um, so I know at least, at least Jedi um, Outcast, not Jedi Outcast, Jedi Survivor, and whatever the other one's called, um, they they offered l- at least a little bit of something there, if if not a little bit re- formulaic of compared to like say an Uncharted or so on and so forth. But there was a little something there, so I'm hoping at least a little something. We'll see. Um, so they, they they were some of the bigger things that happened at the uh, Xbox Showcase. I'm just looking through my notes now. Oh, yeah, we got to see Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth. Um, that's the um, Yakuza 8 game. Um, it's going to be so interesting just call it Like a Dragon from now on. Uh, and that's coming out in 2024. So we've got a little trailer of that. You're going to see it show like, some of this game is going to be set in Hawaii at least. So that'll be interesting um, with Ichiban. Um well, to see, um, it got leaked a little earlier, but we got to see a bit of Persona 3 Reloaded coming to all platforms. Um, but yeah, um, that's the new Persona 3 remake. Very excited for that. Um, you know, some you know, big Persona fans, um, um, being myself and a lot of people I know, so I'm excited to see that. And it did seem to share a bit of visual style Persona 5, so they updated it to be a bit more like Persona 5, which I hope it doesn't lose too much of its unique, unique identity as Persona 3. Um, got to see a bit of Phantom Liberty Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty gets on a release date for September so at least we know that's coming relatively soon one of the most interesting things at the um, actually the event was Sea of Thieves is getting a three part Monkey Island expansion which can pl- be played solo as well so you get to go to all the Monkey Island locations and Sea of Thieves this will get me back into Sea of Thieves. I think I need to try it back out when all this stuff launches um, because I'm 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 quite quite a big fan of Monkey Island. Um, quite interesting. It seems to be set many years after the uh, main Monkey Island games and stuff. So um, yeah, good to see Sea of Thieves doing well, and it's got some interesting relevant collaborations. Because I know they did some uh, what is it called the Disney Pirates thing, Pirates of the Caribbean. Um, stuff I know they did that before, so the, the finding properties to align themselves with that make a lot of sense. Um, we got to see Oblivion's RPG Avowed is coming twenty twenty four. Slight change of art design and style in that. Um, people are not some people are not too happy about that. I've not seen enough of the game to say whether it's good or bad at the moment. And then sort of the sort of one big final thing we got to see was Clockwork Revolution, which is a steampunk first person RPG from In Exile. Um, no release data for that, it's very early on it, but it does give me sort of um, Bioshock vibes and stuff, so and a bit of immersive sim vibe, so I'm quite looking forward to see what happens with that game. I need to definitely see more, um, very very much just like a minute 30 trail of a little bit of somewhat gameplay going on, um, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see where that goes, and I think it's also coming to Game Pass as well, so for those who do have Game Pass. So yeah, that was the main stuff in the Xbox Showcase, then it was followed up by Starfield Direct, so I've got to see like half an hour of Starfield stuff, 
lots lots going on there in that game. Um, lots of you know, you showed lots of different planets, lots of different characters, lots of different worlds. Still has its really weird physics engine where she explained why you can just pick up these sandwiches and make a stash of sandwiches that stays persistent and you can have them in your ship and whatever. Lots of really cool stuff. Um, people not happy that on the Xbox it's not going to run at 60 frames, it's going to run at 30. Um, lots of debate on if and why that is and how you could potentially not, that could potentially be fixed and so on and so forth. Regardless, the game itself does look good, even if, you know, I'm sure if you really do care about frame rate, you'll probably get it on PC anyway. Um, or there'll be a patch down the line where they fix it and so on and so forth. But yeah, really good stuff there from Microsoft. Um, not as big as we'd hoped. And again, a lot of the newer games and the bigger stuff we showed off was still ambiguous in terms of when it's coming out and what actually is going to be a part of it, uh, unfortunately. But yeah, overall, a relatively good showcase. Um, we also had Capcom. They showed off a ton and a ton of stuff for their games. Um, most of their stuff's already been announced. So we got to see a bit of um, Dragon's Dogma 2 gameplay, which was nice. Um, bit of sad news, Pragmata um, has been delayed, quote-unquote, indefinitely. Just because it's been delayed um, you know, a couple of years now, and then they've just a little note in their trailer where they actually showed off gameplay for once, um, saying, "Yeah, um, we need to, we can't tell you when it's going to happen. It's a bit of a mess at the moment." Exo Primal gets a roadmap and battle pass as well. They showed a little bit of that off. This game looks all right. Um, we'll talk about when games are coming out in July, but I'm a little bit frustrated that it's you know it's got this whole battle pass thing and it's quite unproven and. I hope Capcom uses this as a test, and I hope, kind of hope it doesn't do well, because it'll show that like this is not what people want. People don't want these service games, but we'll have to see about that. If it's a good game, I hope it does well. Um, brand new game Capcom showed off, Kasuna Gami, The Path of the Goddess trailer. Uh, when I first saw this, I thought, I was like, is this Onimusha or something going on here? But this is you know, a brand new like sort of action game using the RE engine. Um, and it's coming to the P Xbox Series S, X, PlayStation 5, and PC, so that's really cool. Uh, Mega Man X Dive Offline Edition is coming to Steam, iOS, and Android. So recently, uh, Mega Man X Dive um, is a, was a phone game that was had an online element, and they actually turned the servers off. And it seems they're re-releasing it as an offline version. So for those who don't like the sort of service product stuff, can um, play it freely, which is really good. So yeah, um, Capcom, not as big a showcase, but some nice stuff there. Um, I was going to talk about Summer Game Showcase and Nintendo Direct, but I'm going to break a little bit now. Um, because we did have over the last week we had some work experience kids in and they did a little bit of a feature for the show so what stuff they've been um, they've seen over the past month two two items they've selected Mortal Kombat and Spider-Man so they want to talk a little bit about that so I'll leave it over to them guys and we'll be back shortly um, and I'll tell, break into the rest of the news enjoy so Jack can you tell us about the gaming news that has happened over the past month so quite a lot has actually happened we've got the news about the new Spider-Man 2 game ooh that's, that does sound exciting That when's it coming out? Well, they said October 20th. October the 20th? Yeah, they showed some uh, screenshots, like some uh, art in-game. Oh, screenshots. Can you, uh, can you tell us, can you be a bit more descriptive on what, what's in the images? Uh, there's, uh, there's one where it's showcasing Venom, the new uh, villain for the game. We've got Craven as well. Oh. Yeah, so, and they also showed uh, gameplay for it of uh, the past month, I believe. Yeah, no, no they did in uh, the PlayStation Showcase. They showed some gameplay. They showed quite a lot, actually, about 10 minutes graphics on that ps5 does do it wonders so yeah that um that gameplay actually gave me very very excited to play the game you're playing as both the spider-man miles and peter so did you play the first game yeah yes yeah, so it's very very good platinum trophy on one and two so do you think the second one's going to live up to the expectations do you know what? i reckon it will 
I reckon I mean, it will. Um, I've, I've seen some people complain about how it looks very, very similar, but is it not the point of a sequel? I mean, yeah. So in this one, Spider-Man's going to be using the black suit, the symbiote. I'll tell you, it does look clean. Absolutely mental. I've heard people complain about the designs, but I personally think it looks very clean. So moving on to other news, we've got the Mortal Kombat 1 gameplay trailer. Now that one I'm actually quite excited for. Did you play eleven? Oh, I played. I played mostly. I played the tenth one, mm-hmm. and I played the eleventh one. Yeah, eleventh one is really good. I've been playing that uh, recently. And I, I also, I saw one of them. Like, uh, I went to a friend's house the yeah. other day. They have like the actual arcade game, an arcade, an arcade Whoa. game, where Retro. it only had like four characters on it. <laughs> what, was that the first game? Here oh yeah. So yeah, we're talking full retro style. With that First one. game on 1999, I think. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the Mortal Kombat 1 game, which looks very good. It shows a lot of gameplay, a lot of um, new f- features added. And a lot of gore, I imagine, as well. Yeah, a lot of gore. The fatalities looking as good as ever. It, it also showed us the newer designs of the characters. So, some of the classics, I imagine. Yeah, I mean, Scorpion's looking uh, a bit more retro this time. Same with Sub-Zero? Yeah, so oh. of them as well. Classic, got, um, r- classic rivalry, I'll tell you. We've got Kenshi, we've got Katana, I think. They're both pretty old characters as well. Kenshi, maybe not so much, but Katana is a. I think she was in the first game. What about Raiden? Raiden's probably my favourite character. Oh, yeah, no, he is in this as well, but um, I don't think he's a god anymore. Oh. I think um, Liu Kang took over that. I think that's his name. I oh, yeah, because of, of the ending. To MK11. Wait, so does it lead on? Yeah, Mortal Kombat 1. That's why it's called Mortal Kombat 1. Oh, Because so it, goes, it goes back to the start. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it does. Um, Liu Kang's got Raiden's powers along with his own. It's going to be a fun game. I really did like the story to MK11. Yeah, I did uh, I did play the online beta for the Mortal Kombat 1. And it did make me a little bit angry at times, I can't lie. To be fair, one thing I'm looking for is what are the DLC characters going to be? Because in the last one, they had Rambo. Spawn. That was my man. Oh, Spawn was pretty good. Uh, who, who else was it? There was Joker. Joker, yeah. They had... Um, Melina. Melina was back. Melina. Terminator. Robocop. Robocop. A lot of characters. So I just hope this game can uh, live up to that. And let's hope uh, there be some fascinating DLC characters. Yeah, so I heard um, from some leaks that they're going to be bringing um, Ghost first to the game. Ooh, bringing back a few notorious killers into the mix, I see. I know, they've been doing that for a lot of games now, like Mortal Kombat 11. I mean, uh, in X, you had um, Jason, you had Leatherface, you had Predator. Alien. Alien, yeah, and Predator. Um, Mortal Kombat 9, you had Freddy Krueger. That was a fun to them. Oh, yeah. They just keep bringing a load of characters in, but yeah. Um, Mortal Kombat 1 is looking very good. I've heard a lot of good things about it. And I cannot wait for it. Thank you, Jack and Tommy there, um, the work experience kids for the week, um, doing a little bit of a feature for for the show. Really is appreciated there. Thank you, guys. But yeah, let's go back to the news. They were talking a little bit about Spider-Man and Mortal Kombat, which was um, shown off um, during the Summer Games Showcase. So I won't be talking about them when we get to the section, um, we talk about Summer Games Showcase, which is right now, because that's what I'm going to do with the next section, because we're halfway through half of the showcases. So yeah, Summer Games Fest happened at the, sort of the start end of um, June. Lots of interesting stuff. You know, I mean, we've got to see this brand new Prince of Persia game, a 2.5D Prince of Persia game called Prince of Persia: The Lost Crowns. More showed off at Ubisoft's event as well. Um, did the stuff they showed off at Ubisoft's event really showed the gameplay more, which was good because this trailer was okay. It had some really terrible rap music underneath it, which 
for a sort of Prince of Persia game, I don't think much sense. I mean, rap and hip hop music from nineties onwards. Don't this is ancient Persia. I don't think it made too much sense in the game, unfortunately myself. So I I wasn't too <laughs> impressed by that. So yeah, um, very silly. But again, the game itself I'm, looks really cool. So I'm not going to complain too much. Two D Metroidvania game, and you have the sort of time powers as well. So really cool stuff. Speaking of 2D games, we've got to see a 2.5D um, Sonic game coming out. So Sonic Superstars, a brand new 2D Sonic game with four-player co-op. So you know, and we've had the Sonic, um, the what's it called? Sonic, not Sonic Mega, Sonic Mega Mix. What was it called? Oh my god, I've forgotten the name of it. Uh, and then we just had the Sonic Origins Collection, um, and now we're getting a proper brand new 2D Sonic game. It seems like Sega's kind of learned lesson that these 3D Sonics are terrible, and no one wants to hear this terrible voice acting and stuff. Um, and they want to just do a proper 2D Sonic game. And they'll charge full retail for it, which I don't blame if it's a proper game, yeah. Charge full retail for it. Um, I'll probably check this out um, because you know, I'll support Sega doing good things rather than making spending half their during a decade or so making terrible 3D Sonic games. So I might check that out because I did pick up the Origin Collection as well. Um, Liza P gets a September release date and got a little demo. I got to play the demo for about 10 minutes. Yeah, it's a Bloodborne Dark Souls again, but not nearly as good. Um, got to see some Alan Wake 2 gameplay, a little teeny, teeny bit of gameplay. So we got to see this new character. It was Odin, isn't it? Not Odin's not a name. Um, I can't remember a name off the top of my head. Um, Saga Anderson, and she goes around just in sort of the third person perspective um, and shoots a creature. Uh, not too much gameplay shown off, it was very minimal. A lot of minimal gameplay, um, unfortunately, um, for that game so far. Um, they talked about Spider Man 2, so I'll talk about that. John Carp- Carpenter's Toxic Commando, so very interesting game. So, John Carpenter, a famous movie maker, big fan of a lot of his work. He's working with a team on a brand new zombie first person shooter, a lot like Left 4 Dead. Not too much unique of a design, unfortunately, but the game itself did have some um, some really cool, um, really cool elements in terms of sort of the visual design of the zombies and so on. So on. But the actual I mean, zombie thing has been done a million times before, and the idea that you have all in this, you can all get in this car and drive off, so it might have an open world element. That'd be quite interesting to say, say the least. Um, interesting. Anything else other than the big thing I'm going to talk about in a second? So. Um, no, so yeah, that was there were the main things, and then we finished off with the show with probably the biggest announcement and one I was most excited for. And really, it's obviously the song we played a bit earlier. Um, we got to see Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, so this is part two of the remake, um, coming early 2024. We knew um, it was going to come at least winter 2023, so that could be up to early 2024. So officially early 2024 now, and uh, it's going to come on two discs, two hundred gigabyte Blu-ray discs. Um, and they advertise that because they know that that's a big deal for Final Fantasy fans if it comes on multiple discs. Um, because um, I mean, Final Fantasy seven, eight, and nine all came on multiple discs, and people were really hyped for that um, back in the day. So yeah, two discs on this. Um, lots of stuff to talk about and break down, which I won't bore people too much with. But yeah, it seems to be following a lot of the key points of the narrative of Final Fantasy seven um, up until it seems going. So some important plot points that they seem I think they'll at least cover in this game, and then it'll be interesting to see where the third game goes and finishes off. Because 
sort of this, I think this second game will cover like three quarters of the game. So the final quarter of the game, maybe the next, the third game is really short. Maybe I have no idea, um, but this will cover a lot of interesting stuff. Um, and they're holding some reveals back, certain characters they've not shown off yet. It's interesting um, because they will have to show up by certain points in the game. So great to see them. I'm sure we'll see them in more upcoming trailers and they'll all have their own little reveal trailers and people will scream for their favorite characters and stuff and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, and it also we get to see the sort of split timeline stuff a little bit of spoilers for what happened in the first part so we get to see a little bit of that as well so interesting stuff happening um not too much of a deviation uh, at least from the core story which is people wondering if that was going to happen in this part could all go to pot by the end but we'll all see about that i'm sure i have some ideas in my head on what will or might happen in the game um as a big final fantasy 7 fan but we could save that for an entire different show, I'm sure, um, but let's not do that today. So yeah, that was all the stuff from the Summer Game Showcase. That was sort of the start of June. At the end of June, we also had a Nintendo Direct, so back end of June. So Nintendo showed off a bunch of different stuff. Um, so they showed off, um, yeah, I think, well, lots, not tons of big announcements. So the brand new Detective Pikachu game, which um, I mean, originally was a 3DS game, it's called Detective Pikachu Returns. Is a sequel, but interesting name of the game um, for sure. But yeah, um, based on obviously the 2018 DS 3DS game and um, the movie that came out as well. So that sort of line of, of stuff going on there. Um, we got to see the Scarlet Pokemon Scarlet and Violet DLC that's coming out. So what that's about. Game still looks like it runs awfully. I don't know how well they've addressed some of the issues people had concerns with the games and stuff. Um, Metal Gear Solid Collection got a release date of October 28th I'm really excited for that myself um, and we got to see all the bonus stuff it's not only coming with the first three Metal Gear Solid games it's coming with Metal Gear 1 and 2 um, so Metal Gear 1 and Metal Gear 2 Solid Snake, the MSX games for the old Japanese PC and the Famicom version of Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear 1 and um, Snake's Revenge, the sort of un, the non-canonical spin-off game for the um, NES as well. So that's cool. And they're all coming out on there. And then a bunch of extra stuff as well, like soundtracks and digital comic books. When they say it's Master Collection, they are not lying. So that's Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1 coming out October 24th for Switch, PS5 and Xbox. I think PC as well, so really cool stuff. Um, um, Nintendo has finished off with the show with a Super Mario Bros. Wonder. So this is um, the brand new 2D Mario with a little bit of a unique art style from the new Super Mario Bros. stuff because the art style was very much um drawn out by the time this is a little bit i would say like paper craft-esque it's not really but it's got some like interesting sort of like very flat 2d elements to it which makes it quite unique um and then the big unique thing in this game is mario can turn into an elephant <laughs> take that as you will um we've got to see a bit more mario kart 8 dlc coming so they showed off a few more courses and new characters as well including wiggler and a chomp chomp um, really cool stuff there. Pikmin 1 and 2 got uh, announced and then officially released straight afterwards. So a HD remaster of Pikmin 1 and 2. We've got to see a bit more Pikmin 4 gameplay. And sort of a, the big one for a lot of people was Super Mario RPG is getting a remake that's coming out this year, hopefully. Um, yeah. Mario RPG, a classic game that some people really, really love. Made by Square Enix originally, um, but this is getting a remake, and it does look really cool, um, and they've kept a lot of the art. Even though they've gone to these full 3D models, they've kept a lot of the art design intact, which looks cool for sure. And then, yeah, Luigi's Mansion 2 is getting a part to Switch. Uh, there's a brand new Princess Peach game coming in 2024. No more details on that. And, yeah, that's all your sort of Nintendo news. 
lots of lots of really cool stuff there from Nintendo. Nothing big because I imagine they're waiting for their sort of the Switch is coming to its end of its life cycle, so they're probably prepping all their big games um, for whenever the new Switch or Switch Two or whatever it'll be called is coming out. And no doubt Metroid Prime Four is probably coming for that now rather than the Switch or maybe a cross cross generational game. We'll have to see about that. But um, yeah, no news on Metroid Prime Four, which got announced what five years ago now. Um, and I know after a year, so it got um, it got removed from Bandai Namco to um, Retro. Um, so yeah, they've been working it for about three and a half, four years now, but nothing to show from that yet, unfortunately. But yeah, that's all the news. Um, just a lot of stuff in the FTC debacle happening with um, Xbox and their publish, um, purchasing of Activision, but we won't really go into that because it's all just redacted information and people saying he said, she said, that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, it's, we'll have more to talk about when that, you know, when that FTC tr- uh, filing finally finishes, whether Microsoft can buy them or whether they can't. Um, but yeah, let's have a bit more music now, and then we'll get into the games coming out for July. Not tons of great stuff. One or two games of note, though. So, um, we as I talked about a little bit about the Metal Gear Solid HD collection coming out in October, which I'm really looking forward to. So let's have a little bit of music from Metal Gear Solid 2: Sons of Liberty, and this is performed by the this is the main theme, and this is performed by the London Philharmonic Orchestra. Enjoy. And we're back again. That was the Metal Gear Solid 2 theme, and that time performed by the London Philharmonic Orchestra. Um, one of the games I'm excited for for October, um, but that's that's a few months away now. And um, we're going to look at the games coming out for July 2023. Um, so yeah, starting off on Monday the fourth. So by the time you've heard this, has already happened. Some of these games, The Settlers: New Allies is coming. So this is a strategy game for Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and the Xbox Series S. That's um, being um, published by. Um, um, by Ubisoft, so a bigger publisher publishing a little bit of a smaller game by the looks of it. Um, then on the six we have Scarf, which is a um, which is a platformer game for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. Also on the six we have Sentiment Death Loop for Nintendo Switch, and um, which is Sentimental Death Loop, uh, which almost sounds like the game just Death Loop, but no, it's Sentimental Death Loop. Um, they're allowed to, I presume. No, not getting um, in trouble for that name, but they might do very soon. Um, Nintendo Switch Adventure, an adventure game for Nintendo Switch. Then on the 7th, we have the Western release of Tales of Heroes, Trails of Into Riveria for, Nite- uh, for Windows, P- Nintendo Switch, PS4, and PS5. That's an um, NIS America Falcom role-playing game. Uh, obviously, the Legends of Heroes stuff, you've probably heard them a few different times. There's like... A- Dozen of them that have been released over the past um, year or so um, that finally got Western releases. Then on the 11th, we have Valiant for PS5 and Xbox Series X, a real-time strategy game published by THQ Nordic. On the 12th, we have Modahu. It's a a multiplayer medieval hack and slash fighting game. Mm. Interesting. Um, for PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. Also on the 12th, we have Oxenfree 2 Lost Signals. That's the sequel to Oxenfree, a really not great game, in my personal opinion. Not good at all. Um, sort of walking simulator. Enjoying very, like, ooh, cool teams and stuff. It reminds us of that game that me and Michael really do hate. I can't remember what it's called. We forget the name because we hate it so much. But that's com- this is coming out on the 12th for Windows, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and PS5. Uh, it's described as a graphic adventure game. What a pretentious name. On the 13th, we have Atelier Marine Remake, The Alchemist of Salzburg. 
coming for Windows, PS, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and PS5. This is a, a role-playing game a re, um, by Tecmo Koei. Um, it's a remake of, I think, an old PlayStation 1 game or PS2 game. On the 13th, we also have Ed Zero Zombie Uprising, a roguelike on Windows, PS5, and Xbox Series X. 13th, we also have Gravity Circuit um, for Windows, Nintendo Switch, PS4, and PS5. It's an action platformer. I followed these guys on Twitter who made this game um, quite a while ago. Domesticated Ant Games, they're called. I followed them quite a while ago um, when I first saw like some sort of their early animation concepts and stuff of this game. I was quite impressed, so I've been following this game going for a long time. And I'm going to probably check this out um, because I think they'll... Um, they're doing some interesting stuff. Hopefully, it leads in a really cool game. And also on the 13th, we have Toho New World. So, so for Windows and Nintendo Switch, it's a bullet hell action role-playing game. Obviously, in the Toho universe. The 14th, we have probably one of the bigger games of the month, um, Exo Primal. And this is for Windows, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. So this is a third-person shooter by Capcom. It's sort of like a bit more like a hard survival game. We have hundreds of dinosaurs coming at you, and you've got to work as a team, but then you can also do some cross-multiplayer stuff where you've got to do better than the other team. Bit of a service product game, unfortunately, so it's got like a season pass and so on and so forth. So I'll see where that game falls eventually. It's already a little cheaper than most games at the moment, so maybe expectations have been lowered a little bit on that game. Um, on the 14th, Jagged Alliance 3 for Windows as well. Well, so this is a hunting game, I think. Real-time strategy game, not a hunting game. So it's, it looks like a hunting game from the concept art. And it, um, yeah, so that's on the 14th. On the 18th, we have Lisa Definitive Edition. So this is for Windows, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. This is a role-playing game um, based off Lisa the Painful, an old PC game from, like, God, what, 2014? So it's not that old, but, yeah, um, think a little bit like, uh, what is it called? It's going to very much, under sort of people who like Undertale will probably like this sort of game. If that's a, I don't know if that's a bit offensive or not. If you like Undertale, you like this. Um, but yeah, that's, that's that sort of game. Um, for July 20th, we have Cross Tales for Windows, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. That's a strategy role-playing game by Chem Chemco. And Chemco released a lot of games. For July the 20th, we have Might and Magic Class of Clash of Heroes Definitive Edition. So it's an old game. I think it's like, was it PDS? Wow, it's an old DS game. But this is getting now getting part to Windows, P Nintendo Switch, PS4. This is a puzzle adventure role-playing game from Debt.mu. Um, lost my place there. There we go. And um, also on the 20th, we have the Western release of Nobunaga's Ambition Awakening. Another Nobunaga game. Um, this is for Windows, Nintendo Switch, and PS4. A strategy-based um, RPG by Tecmo Koei. On the July 21st, um, obviously Nintendo showed this off quite a bit at their directs, we have Pikmin 4 coming out for Nintendo Switch, a, a real-time strategy game where you control little tiny little creatures as you're a little spaceman, um, a little tiny spaceman like garden and stuff, so yeah. And then on July 25th we have Revenant 2, I played the first Revenant, it's a sort of, what's it, a moth, a sort of third-person shooter Dark Souls game, if you'd call it that. Um, for Windows, PS5, and Xbox Series X, this is called, it's just saying it's a third-person shooter, but yeah, third-person shooter with some hardcore action RPG elements. On the 26th, we have the PC release of Ratchet & Clank, A Rift Apart, which is described as a third-person shooter platformer. If you don't know what the Ratchet & Clank games are, I'm sure check out one of our prior shows. I did play Rift Apart on the PS5 when that came out. Um, on the 27th, we have Double Dragon Gaiden, Rise of the Dragons. Such a silly name. So this is a um, classic Double Dragon beat-em-up game. So brand new one of them. That's coming for Windows, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X by Modus Games. And you should see how that does. It's getting a physical release, which is cool. Um, there's been like tons of Double Dragon games. Some good, not so bad, and some bad. So we'll see where this one falls. Um, not no idea at the moment. Um, then we also have Koa and the Five Pirates of Maria for Windows, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, described as a action platformer. 
Um, then we have on the 28th, I know we also have a Radiant Tale on the 27th, uh, a visual novel game for Nintendo Switch. 28th, we have uh, Disney Illusion Island for Nintendo Switch, a platformer game. And this is using the sort of like old Disney 1920s Steamboat Willie art style. Uh, maybe a bit later, and that was there's a bit of colour to it as well. But yeah, for young kids, I'm sure it would be interesting to have past Disney. Might be interested in that. Um, on the 30th, uh, so the final day of the month, we have F1 Manager 2023 for Windows, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. And um, we also have Rise of the Triad Ludicrous Edition um, for Windows, PS, Nintendo Switch, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. So the Rise of the Triad old sort of um, first-person shooter Doom clone um, being um, republished by um, Night Dive Studios, who are doing really good part work at the moment. So yeah, they're all your games for July. Not too many big things. Um, obviously, ones of note for myself will be um, Exo Prime or Gravity Circuit. And the Double Dragon game, potentially. So, a little bit of cool stuff there. Um, I might pick up Exo Primal. I'm unsure at the moment about that. Please do tell us what you think about it, and if you're looking forward to it. Um, because the more people I know about their opinions about this game, the better I'm informed about it myself. But yeah, there are all the games coming out. Um, I think that's the end of the show. It's a little bit of a short one again, because it's just me. Um, don't have any Michael to riff off of, unfortunately. Uh, but I'm sure he'll be back next month, so... Um, have a good um, July you know, enjoy some of the sunny weather I'm sure you're getting right now right now I'm in the middle of a thunderstorm while I'm recording this so not very sunny weather I'm sure there will be some sunny weather coming up and if not enjoy playing some games inside because there were some good games that did come out in June as well so such as Final Fantasy 7, um, Final Fantasy 16 and um, um, Doom um, not Doom 4 <laughs> it's getting to the end of the show I'm uh, getting all, all tuckered out now um, and um, Diablo 4 there we go <laughs> so enjoy that and um, we'll catch you in the next month bye for now Music Reviews Chat Poems Comedy Writing Interviews ELFM It's radio for so much more